0: Welcome to this podcast, Magnified Word. My name's Jim Drinks. In our last episode, we were looking at wisdom, the benefits of wisdom. And we closed in Colossians 2, where it talks about the mystery of God concerning Christ. And it says, in that mystery, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden. And in this episode, we're going to look at that mystery and see exactly what that is and what that's talking about. I want to start in Romans chapter 1. In verse 1, it says Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the holy scriptures concerning his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. See, the gospel of God concerning Jesus Christ our Lord was promised before time by the prophets in Holy Scriptures. But there were also things that God had planned previously that He didn't reveal that were kept secret. Consider Romans 16. In verse 25, Now to him that is of power to establish you, according to my gospel, and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made manifest, and by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, made known to all nations, for the obedience of faith to God only wise, be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. See, the mystery was kept secret. Here in Romans 16, it talks about the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret, but now it's made manifest. Now it's revealed. Ephesians chapter 3 Verse 1 For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me to you, word, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words. The mystery was made known to the Apostle Paul. And then in verse 4 it says, Whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. See, by reading the scriptures, we can understand the mystery. In verse 5 it says, Which in other ages was not made known. Unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. See, this was something that was not known in past generations, but it has now been revealed and that is that the Gentiles are now fully partaking and sharing with the people of Israel, the Jews, and everything that Christ has made available by the gospel, and everything that was promised, and we're all in one body together. See, that was the mystery that was not revealed in past generations. And verse 7 says, Whereof I was made a minister, according to the gift of the grace of God, given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. And the word fellowship there, it should be the word administration. We're now in the administration of the mystery. In times past, there were different administrations. There was a time when God dealt with his people via the law that he had given to Moses. But now we're in a new administration. And it says that mystery from the beginning of the world had been hidden God who created all things by Jesus Christ to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers and heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. The principalities and powers, that's talking about the devil and his kingdom. The church now makes known the manifold wisdom of God to them. We'll look more at that later. In verse 11 it says, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. An eternal purpose that could be rendered as purpose of the ages. See, this is God's purpose of the ages. That now there can be a church, a bunch of saints standing together in one body, making known the manifold wisdom of God to the principalities and powers in the heavenly realm. And so, since this is God's purpose of the ages, this is something that's really important that we should put forth a diligent effort to learn about and to live this stuff practically. And another thing I wanted to mention is that knowing the Old Testament helps you really appreciate the significance of this one body between Gentiles and Jews. There's a time where God dealt with the children of Israel, the Jews, and the Gentiles didn't have access to that stuff. They were outside of that realm. But now, the Gentiles are not only given a little something, but they're able to share fully with the children of Israel in what God's made available through Jesus Christ. Everyone who's believed in Jesus Christ gets to share fully in this together. Colossians chapter 1 verse 24 Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ and my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. See, God wants, God desires to make known the riches of the glory of this mystery. He desires for it to be made known. He doesn't want it to be something that's ignored or never taught. But this is something that's really important for all Christians to know. It says, which is Christ in you The hope of glory now everyone who has believed on Jesus Christ has Christ in them. Verse twenty eight says whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. The word perfect means mature. And that's God's will. And that's what Paul was working hard to do, was for everyone to not only get born again, but to know what they have in Christ. And by reading the New Testament, we can see the details of what we have in Christ, and then we can be mature in Christ Verse 29 says, Whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. See, Paul worked hard. He completely exerted himself in teaching this stuff so that everyone could be mature in Christ. And in verse 1 of chapter 2, He says, for I would that you knew what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh. A great conflict. He was contending for this stuff. And it was in verse 2 where it says that their hearts might be comforted being knit together in love, And unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. And the last part of that verse, a more accurate translation would be the acknowledgement of the mystery of God concerning Christ. And so this is what he was contending for. And this is something that we want to fight for too. That we as Christians can be knit together in love and practically this is lived in your city with the Christians that you're with on a regular basis. To be knit together in love and. As we're united in love and living as one body together, we can dig into and experience the riches of this mystery. In verse three it says in whom and that should read in which in that mystery are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So in this mystery of God concerning Christ are hid all the All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And so we want to learn about this mystery from the scriptures. As we saw in Ephesians 3, when we read, we can understand it. And then we can discover some of the treasures of wisdom and knowledge that are in the mystery. And also, as we live together, with other Christians, practically walking together as one body, knit together in love. That's another way that we can discover the treasures of wisdom and knowledge that are hidden in the mystery. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 Verse 1 And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. And the word testimony there, that should be mystery. Verse 2 says, For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness. And in fear and in much trembling, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, those that are mature. Yet not the wisdom. Of this world, nor of the princes of this world, that comes to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. See, they spoke that wisdom of the mystery to those who were mature, because it's the mature that can handle the mystery and handle the deep things of God. And so you see why, like what we saw in Colossians, that Paul is laboring to present every man mature in Christ. And then look at this, verse 8, which none of the princes of this world knew. Princes of this world, that's talking about the devil and his kingdom. None of them knew about it, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. This stuff was a mystery. God had it hidden. The devil and his kingdom, they didn't know anything about it. What God was going to bring, where Gentiles would be part of the same body as the Jews that everyone who believes on Jesus Christ would share fully in all that God's made available and that everyone who believes on Jesus Christ would have Christ in them if the devil had known that he wouldn't have crucified Jesus Christ and if you've read the gospels you saw how victoriously Jesus Christ walked when he was on earth. And isn't that something that the devil would have rather let Jesus Christ live on than to crucify him and open up the door for all that God has made available in the mystery. And so see, we are really valuable And what God has done for us and put in us is very valuable. Now, everyone who believes on Jesus Christ has Christ in them and has the potential to walk the same way that he walked. In John 14, verse 12, Jesus Christ said that the person who believes on him, the works that he did, He'll do also in greater works. See, we can do the stuff that Jesus Christ did. We can rise up and do that stuff. And then so, instead of just one Jesus Christ, it could be like 10,000 Jesus Christs. See, so this is something really wonderful. And we ought to learn about this great stuff and really walk out on this stuff and live it.